everybody. This is Sophie. This is Boo Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. So it's exciting times because it's um, only been maybe like six weeks since our last podcast. And here mm-hmm. we are again. Yeah, I believe this is what people call momentum. I think, I think you're right. I think we, we have some momentum. We, I, I don't know what to make of it, but apparently yeah. we have it. Mm-hmm. I feel pretty good about it. I feel like we've accomplished. If I do nothing else today, I'll feel like I've accomplished something. Mm-hmm. Well, this is really, this is going to be the highlight for me because all I've managed to do is go to the grocery store and um, to the UPS store. And, and I think there you have it. That's That's mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, that's, um, I, I went to the grocery store. That's what I've done. And I did a load of laundry and, um, that's about it. Okay. Let me ask you this. Um, yes. this, uh, this has nothing to do with anything really, but what are you cooking right now? Because I am, um, I am, I'm struggling. I'm, I, it's that whole thing of not enjoying, I don't enjoy the kitchen in the summertime. No, I don't either. I don't either. Um, I have had, well, I've kind of been fortunate because, you know, Perry, his goal for the summer was to go fishing, you know, at least once a week all summer long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when he's not home, it's super easy because we just eat whatever we can find, you know, so we just uh, crackers, cheese. <laughs> the other day, Caroline asked me if she could have some pickles and it was like six o'clock in the evening. And I said, what have you had today? And she said, well, I had donuts this morning and then I've had these pickles. So she <laughs> had donuts and pickles all day. <laughs> I may have picked the wrong person to ask this question. <laughs> I was going to say, so that was a, that was a stellar parenting moment this summer. Um, but I will tell you a couple of things I've done. Here have been my three summer meals that I've really cooked so far and they'll, they'll be on repeat all summer. Okay. Um, we did fish tacos, which I posted about on the blog with the yum yum sauce. Yes. The yum yum sauce. I remember is delicious, but you could buy, I think you could do a shortcut with those and not fry, take the time to fry your own fish. Perry fried the fish that night, but I think you can buy like already, I don't know, you can probably buy fish sticks and stick them. <laughs> okay, hold on. So, your first suggestion for our summertime meals is that I go get some fish sticks. I'm all over it. Okay, next. <laughs> Those, whatever, Peter Paul's fish no, sticks. I like to, I actually, I like to, I don't mind, um, I like to sear fish, like I and I. Th- we all like that, so that's a good idea. I forget yeah. about the fish taco. Okay. Well, and I think you could bake it. You could do like mm-hmm. a baked tilapia and just do a little bit of. But then what I do when I made them is then instead of going to all the trouble of cutting up the cabbage because I think the fish sticks is an indicator that I enjoy a shortcut. Um, I buy the already cut up coleslaw at our HEB. Oh yeah, I do too. I'm all yeah. over that. I buy and that. I buy that pre cut. That is the height. That may be the biggest indicator of my own personal laziness this time of year mm-hmm. when it comes to food preparation is that I cannot even shred a, a head of cabbage. No, that's way too much work. And they put all that other stuff in it. And I don't need to buy all those assorted cabbages to get all those colors, carrots, <laughs> and no. all that. Not yeah. when. And I don't, that's the thing. You're exactly right, though, because, like, the carrots, by the time you get the red cabbage and the carrots, Mm-mm. and then, like, ours, you can buy broccoli slaw that is tasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would never shred broccoli. So Yeah. Okay. No. No. I mean, what are we, Martha Stewart? Well, you mm-hmm. can buy that in a package. And then I pour a little bit of rice wine vinegar and squeeze some lime, so it gives it a little bit of a tangy. Mm-hmm flavor. Mm -hmm. So that's fish tacos. That's been one. The other that I felt really productive was I did, um, it's one, it's Pioneer Woman's, her spicy pulled pork. And you just cook that in the oven all day low and then shredded. You just shred it. And we made tacos out of that. And I did the same, like with the corn tortillas, 
the slaw and then that pulled pork and it was done some lime squeezed on it it was delicious okay so basically so far tacos limes those are my yes. those are my yes. go-to's okay and then the other one and then the other night i did the frogmore stew which for those of y'all don't know it's just boiled shrimp boiled potatoes boiled corn seasoning and some sausage and we ate that with some french bread and it was delicious okay and you call it, that frogmore i've never in my life heard of this frogmore no uh-uh I can't believe. I thought for sure it's a South Carolina thing. It's a, oh, like a low country boil. Like a low country boil. Okay. In okay. some of my books, they call it Frogmore stew. Okay. So I think Paula Dean might call it Frogmore stew. I can't believe I've used that term and you didn't know it. Um. So, but it's yeah, just boiled shrimp, and you just do like you know that I buy like that Louisiana Bay seasoning, right? And put that in there, and then just and we ate that with cocktail sauce and. Whatever. I mean, there wasn't a veg. I mean, a corn, I guess, was our vegetable that night. Well, you had a potato. I mean. Well, that's it. Well, yeah. It was a starchy. We went for the starchy <laughs> veggies that night. Um, and so that's that's what I've cooked. Tonight, Perry's frying fish because that's the advantage of when you go fishing once a week, you have a lot of fish. So right. tonight, it's going to fry fish. Um, and then I think tomorrow night, I bought stuff to make. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sensing a theme. Tomorrow night, I bought stuff to make veggie tacos. So essentially, we're just tacos all summer long. If you can't wrap it in a tortilla, we yeah. aren't eating it. Y- y'all aren't eating it. Yeah. You know, you could take some of that leftover shrimp. You can make shrimp tacos, too. So, mm, there you, yeah, see, I like the way you think. So what about you? What are you cooking? I don't even know. I feel like, I mean, like, I have, I just, I don't want anything. I don't I don't want to do anything that makes me have to stand over the stove. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I've, I've, I've used to grill a lot, I feel like. Like, I've grilled chicken and hamburgers and that kind of stuff. But, you know, I don't really like tomato sauces. So, I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like I don't want hot food, but I have people who enjoy hot food. And so, it's just, it's been a tricky balance. But the fish tacos, that's a great idea. That's a yeah. great idea. The fish tacos are good. And we'll do like, oh, and then I've also done, I'll get stuff like grilled, I'll, we'll do grilled chicken salads, which I buy the already, like the grilled chicken, the Tyson grilled chicken. Right. Not like grilling chicken. And then just some cucumber and tomato and stuff like that. Yeah, I like to do that too, where I just, I, I just put a bunch of salad stuff in bowls and let everybody make their own salad. I think that's good. Yeah. So I that's kind of. Yeah, I yeah. may do that this weekend. I hadn't done that this week. So that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And then I did, I'm just, I, I don't mean to, to brag, but I did make my own pickles um, this past weekend. Like, like the, like the gin hat maker pickles? Like the gin hat maker pickles. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, I don't think they're as good as hers, but our neighbors brought us over. They've got a garden and they brought over like these, like four cucumbers. And I didn't know what we were going to do with, I mean, like in big cucumbers. Right. So, I'm like, we'll never eat that many. And so I thought, you know what? I'm going to make pickles. And I did, and they're delicious. And so, like, I just, so I'm like, Caroline, donuts and pickles. That's what I just ate for lunch <laughs> were just some pickles right out of the jar. Well, now, did you, where'd you get the recipe for your pickles? On Pinterest. It's pinned on my Pinterest on, like, my food board. But it's, um, it's pretty close to Jen's because do you remember her saying they weren't truly canned pickles? They're, like, marinated pickles. Yes, so not, I do remember that. And they were delicious. Yeah so, they're not, yeah, so they're not the kind that, like, you can, like, put up in the pantry for the long, cold winter. You know, like, they'll last for, like, a couple of weeks in the fridge. Um, but it's pretty easy. I mean, like, all you did was, like, you cut them. I tried to make pickle spears, which those didn't really work out as well because they don't hold their shape Uh Um, but I did sliced pickles and you sprinkle just kosher salt over them and let them sit for an hour I'm assuming that absorbs some of the liquid from them Uh and then you rinse them and then you just make like this mixture of like vinegar apple cider vinegar brown sugar um 
mustard seed, celery seed, and then you pour that and just let it kind of simmer in all that with the pickles, and then you put them in jars, and that's it. Well, I'm going to have to try that. That that sounds yeah. delicious. It was easy, and you cut up some sweet onions. So you remember how she had those slivers of, like, sweet onions in there? Any dill in there? You know, I love dill. Uh, no, but I think you could put dill. Okay. If you want. I think you could absolutely. I looked up dill pickles because I thought maybe I could try to make some dill pickles, but I, it seems like a dill pickle, which if I'm wrong, I wish somebody would let me know. It seems like a dill pickle is more of a traditional canned pickle, like that you have to let them sit for, like, to make a true dill pickle. Right, right. Well, so. I, I'm, I'm going to look on your Pinterest board. I'm going to find out. I think that sounds mm-hmm. delightful. Yeah, it's it's like bread and butter pickles. They're good. Oh. They're they're tasty. They are tasty. So, um, and our neighbor said we could have as many cucumbers as we wanted. So I might make them. This might be the summer of making pickles for me. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so uh, really, like, I have I have less than anything to say because, as you know, I have I have done little but watch college baseball these last two weeks. I have. Well, I, understandably so. I have been a little bit obsessed. I will say, though, I think today I have decided, and you're going to be disappointed, but I think I've decided that we're not going to go to Omaha. Oh, really? Why? I just feel too conflicted about it. Because, you know, we have, David and I have that trip that we're taking in July. Yes. That's a little bit, it's a, a little bit bigger of a trip than we would normally take. And I think because we have put some, 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 Alex just walked in here when he heard me say we weren't going to Omaha. I don't think, Betty, we're, well, we'll talk about it in a little bit. Okay. Um, I had not shared that with him uh, yet. Okay. He just well, overheard that it. That was, that was good. Um, okay, a couple of different things. So I feel conflicted about spending that kind of money when I know mm-hmm. that we've got this trip coming up in July. Yes. And, um, and this is all going to be real funny if I change my mind and, and then, you know, I've said all this on the podcast. Um, and then the other thing is, because I have to go to Startville this weekend, I would really have to leave here. Like, I would have to I would have to go to Tupelo to meet up with everybody who's going. It would just, I would be gone from here a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the thought of that, I started to really think about me in a, in a bus for yeah. like 14 hours. And it started yeah. to make me like, I, like panic attacky. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. That's, I mean, I get it. I get it. I, I can I can appreciate that. If money were no object and we could fly, I yeah. would be all over it. But but money is an object, and and the tickets are, like, I've checked plane tickets, and they're super expensive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and unfortunately, I cannot call Delta and say, Hi, Delta, I have a blog called Boo Mama. Um, <laughs> would you like to fly Boo Mama and her family to Omaha? <laughs> Because Delta does not know huh. who I am, so um, nor do they care. So I, um, I just think, I think what I want to do and what I need to do in this situation are two different things. And I think I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to be wise. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate. Now I'm going to support your wisdom, and I'm not going to try to talk you out of it. And then um, I think that's good. I think that's very wise. So, and honestly, I feel like they may have a better shot if I'm not there. I just feel like. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I get that. Oh. A little superstition that if you're there, that might be the end of it. Yeah. So yeah. better to be home and wish that I was there than than to be there and wish that I had stayed home. So, yeah. so I don't know. That's kind of where I am today. Now, if they win handily tomorrow, then I, I may, you know, impulse may take over. But right now, I think the wise thing to do is to stay home. 
Okay. I think that's a good, you know, we, I had some friends here that left, um, they flew to Miami to go to the Spurs game last night because mm-hmm. Spurs fans. And so they flew to go to the Spurs game and, you know, and I mean, it was an exciting game or whatever, but part of me thought, and like, and so now they're coming back home, which I mean, I get, you're not going to wait for game seven. If you don't know that game seven is going to happen. That's the whole problem with sports. Is yes. it, it's very unpredictable. Yes. <laughs> if you knew for sure, that would be a lot better because now you think they're going to be home watching game seven on TV, but they could have been there for the big moment last night, which would have been awesome. You know? Yeah. I think that's the whole, and that's the other thing about going to Omaha is if it was, if it was like a football championship and it was a one game deal, I would absolutely go. But this thing could string out till Wednesday, you know? I mean, like it, 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 it's so you don't really know when you're going to get to come home. And, and so anyway, I don't know. I know. Well, cause you know, like I've said, if A&M, by chance ends up playing in any sort of big game um, and it's a one game thing, you know, I'll pretty much take out a second mortgage. <laughs> That's, yep. I mean, just, I'm sure Perry will be fine with that and that'll be great for our marriage, but mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to miss that. Hey, um, okay. So, you know, I don't watch the NBA. I don't, I don't, I don't really even know. I mean, I know who the teams are, but I don't really watch. So, but mm-hmm. last night I watched the UCLA North Carolina state baseball game. And mm-hmm. after it was over, I thought, I think I'll just flip over and see what's going on with that, that basketball game. Yeah. My word. I, <laughs> I just, my goodness. I, no. It was it was something else. It was just, it was lively. And it was, it scored a lot of points. And I don't yes. know. It was, I mean, it was exciting. And here, but here's the problem with me in sports. And this is almost sacrilegious to say living in San Antonio. I really don't care about the Spurs at all. Mm-hmm. I don't have a Spurs t-shirt. I don't have a Spurs anything. I mean, we've been invited to Spurs games to, to like sit on the floor and we decline. Mm-hmm. We don't care. I don't, we don't, we just, we're not Spurs fans. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not an NBA. It's not against the Spurs. I'm just not an NBA basketball fan. It doesn't appeal to me at all. But like I started watching that game last night and I can't tell you how nervous I got. Like my stomach was in knots and like I had to talk myself down. Like I don't even care about this. Why? <laughs> I know. Why am I? This means nothing in the whole scheme of my life. And I don't know why I'm so worked up. But I mean, I was as worked up and as nervous and like talking back to the TV. And I thought this is why I can't get into this stuff because I can only have one obsession that deep and it has to be A&M. I can't start another one. I can't. I think that's good. I think that's I think that's true because mm-hmm. I was the same way. Like I was so nervous and like and I don't I don't know anything about either one of those teams. I don't, mm-hmm. like I couldn't even tell you who I would root for if I if I did know something about those teams. Mm-hmm. But I was so nervous and so like and and so uptight and so I thought there's you're right there's no room. There's just, it's going to be it's got to be college or nothing. Yeah. And I just yeah. I think because I'm the same way about pro football, about pro baseball, I I just I do not care. But, mm-hmm. um, but last night I, I, I kind of got into it and I, I, I didn't even know why I was into it. I was so yeah. perplexed by the whole thing. Yeah. It's, and now I know, like I'll watch Thursday night games and, you know, and I have a whole theory that Perry got to listen to last night that I think the whole thing's rigged anyway. <laughs> I, think, I think it's all rigged. I think that they know that they need it to go to seven games because they need the money and they need the advertising. Nobody's going to win that thing in four games. Nobody's going to win it in six games. I think a lot of it's rigged. And so, and I think that all the other games, think about this, game one was close. And so everybody, it pulls everybody in. Well, then the next four games have all been total blowouts one way or the other. Then last night was back to being a super close game and went into overtime to compel everybody to then watch game seven. We're ready to line you up with somebody on Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I will share that theory. I know. I mean, we, we might need to get this out there. Mm-hmm. I think it's a conspiracy. <laughs> we I can think. make a YouTube video and put it up. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think like in all, like everybody kept tweeting, like, don't forget, Academy will open to sales, championship Spurs games right after the game, whatever. And I thought, and I looked at Perry and I tweeted this last night, but I said, I'll tell you who I feel sorry for. Those poor Academy employees who are sitting there like on call, like they're heart surgeons waiting to see if they have to go into work or not to sell t-shirts. Oh yeah. Well, you know, that's been my life the last four years here because mm-hmm. either Alabama no. or Auburn's been in the national championship game. And, and that's always, you know, I mean, Academy is always having to sit on go when mm-hmm. you have a national championship for a football game. It's well, terrible. So, well, you would, and, and see, that's something that I wouldn't think about when I, if I were to take a job at a sporting goods shop. <laughs> You would, you would not think about the ramifications of a championship Mm-mm. on Mm-mm. on you your job. You really no, wouldn't. Mm-mm. You don't think about that. So, anyway, I'll be glad for the whole thing to be over. Everybody's a little obsessed with it, and I feel like everybody's social lives kind of revolve around it a little bit. And well, it's lasted 17, 18 months, I feel like. It, it has. <laughs> but when, it has. when I think about it, though, I realize baseball has college baseball has been going on just as long. But, of course, I'm interested in that because I care because my team's involved. Exactly. You know, because yeah. it's been forever, really. It's been it's been a month since the mm-hmm. SEC tournament, but mm-hmm. that really has not stopped or quelled my interest at all. So, no. And then, by comparison, college football only lasts, what, two weeks? Uh, about two, two, three weeks, yeah, something um, like that. The fastest season of all the seasons. It really is. I mean, mm-hmm. it, and it, if any season was going to go on for a long time, it should be that one. I agree. I think so, too. I think so, too. Okay, so what other problems do we have to solve? We've got College World Series. We've got, we know that for supper now I need to make different kinds of tacos. Yes, it's just an assortment. Just put something in a tortilla. Like and squeeze some it. lime over it. Uh-huh, that's it. <laughs> some, I'm sure. Take some meat, squeeze yeah. some lime over it. Yeah, that's it. There's your dinner time woes are solved. Now, on a um, beauty product, I bought the spray-on Vaseline lotion that we talked about. Yes, I brought. I have it too. I told you that, didn't I? Did, I don't know. Did we have we talked about oh, it? I, I, I was like going back and forth to the Walgreens looking for it. It was always sold out. Mm. And so when I finally saw it, I grabbed it like it was on fire. And or yes. I, no, that would be the wrong analogy. Uh, you, I would have grabbed it like it was. I don't know what I like. I, you were on fire, and I, it was. I, I don't know something. There's some. So do you like it? Um, I just you know what I want to be in the spray on. I want the lavender lotion to be in a spray on. I, I know. Yeah, it would be. Did you get the cocoa butter scent though? Because I got the cocoa butter one. Yes, I did get the cocoa butter scent. Um, mm-hmm. And it's. I mean, I think the idea is genius, and I don't understand why it took us so long to to come to this place. Yes, with our with our lotions. I don't know why we haven't been had a spray on for a long time, but I love that lavender lotion so much that uh-huh. I um, I have trouble. It's not that I feel disloyal. I just miss it. Yes, I agree. I agree. Well, it, it's so moisturizing. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, and it smells so good that it's. It's something. It's it's hard to beat. It's hard, and I like the Vaseline. It's a good quick. Like if I'm going out the door and my legs look a little scaly, mm-hmm. you know, it's a good mm-hmm. quick. But like I don't feel like it's as deeply moisturizing as what I really need, given all the chlorine and all that that my skin endures during the summer. Right. I would I would concur. But I love the whole. I love the spray on idea. I really do. Okay. Now and then I also I went to Trader Joe's. I got my coconut oil. Um 
like I told you, remember we talked about this yesterday, coconut oil for your hair. And yes. I put it in my hair and I let it sit for an hour. And I have to say, my hair is so soft today, but not at all greasy and not it, it did not lose any body. But it just feels really soft. Okay, so did you stir up the coconut oil and then... Like, no, it's well, no, because what I bought at Trader Joe's is like a it's almost like a jar of Crisco. Like, it's okay, that's what my, that's what mine's like. Okay, yeah, so you do a scoop and then I just rubbed it between my hands and it becomes like liquid. Gully had told me this whole process because she's she's been doing it and I just worked it all through my hair and then I just kind of twisted it up in a bun and I let it sit for like an hour and then I just went and showered. But it shampooed out really easily, like sometimes because. I've done like olive oil and that takes forever. I mean, you'll be greasy for days after you use olive oil because mm-hmm. it's so much grease. But the coconut oil, and it smells good. I mean, you smell like a pina colada and your hair is like silk. And did you get caught in the rain today? <laughs> I did. And I'm not into yoga. <laughs> or so, the taste of champagne. I'm not going to take those lyrics any further than that. No. no that was, that's, that's the it. end of those lyrics. Yeah, that's it. Um, okay, so coconut I'm I'm tempted to try it. You know, I, yeah. I'm I'm usually not a fan of a home remedy skincare or or hair care thing because that's usually a, a sign that I'm going to either end up with a terrible breakout or like with limp hair for a long time. Yes. But they just don't work for me typically. But I'm willing. Yes. Yes, I know. I think it's, I mean, if you have, and my hair tends to be really, I mean, it tends to get dry. And so it was a good, and I didn't put it like on my scalp. I just did more like I focused on like the bottom half of my hair. Okay, that was my next question. So you did not put it up at your scalp? No, I did not put it up at my scalp. So I guess you could, but I just didn't feel the need to. No, so I think that I started, would be a bad idea. Yeah, that's, well, that's how I, don't, like when you use conditioner in the shower, I mean, in that, you start, I do like the bottom half of my hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, so that was the other, and then what was my other beauty product? Did you get the CC cream yet? No, I haven't gotten any CC cream. I haven't, but mainly because in the summertime, I feel like most days, I mean, like, I guess I put on makeup to go to church on Sunday. I just don't wear makeup really in the summer that much. I don't either. So I just felt like it's not really the time for me to spend the money on a new cream. And, you know, and right now my skin, this isn't fair because it's been out in the sun. So I'm starting to get all my little dark spots, even though I slather with, you know, lotion and whatever, sunscreen. So it's not really the time for me to focus on that. Okay. You'll have to, you'll have to write down some skincare goals for fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think one of the things I'm going to do, the girl that has been working, you know, my eyebrow girl. Yes. Um, she, yes, I do. I went to see her yesterday. I told her that I felt like I was going to lay off my eyebrows for the rest of the summer, that I'm just, I, I didn't reschedule to come back. Mm. Uh, well, it's just, it's, it's kind of a, I mean, let's be honest. It's a little bit of a luxury and probably I can do without having perfectly groomed eyebrows in the summer. Okay. But, um, but she also does these like heavy duty facials and um that are supposed to be wonderful from what i've heard from people and i've decided that may be like in september after i'm done with the sun i may go splurge on like a facial i have not had a facial i bet in 10 years mm-hmm. i mean i've had one but i've had one like as part of like a spa package not like a true facialist probably you know oh, I've had then, a- I don't, then i have not had a true facialist i don't think well i haven't either but this is like apparently she puts some kind of very small like a a very mild chemical peel. Oh, listen. Now, <laughs> okay, stop. Okay, I'm just going to tell you this, and I cannot name any names in the telling of this story. I can't name any names. 
But I know someone who Mm -hmm. recently on a trip decided Mm -hmm. they were going to get just a, just a touch of Botox, just a, (laughs) just a touch of Botox. Yes. And, um, and the person's husband said, why are you going to go get some, some Botox when we're, you know, away in a foreign place? Um, probably not your best call, but she Mm -hmm. wanted to do it anyway. So she did. Okay. And called the other day because she was coming to something where I was going to be to say that she was going to have her sunglasses on the whole time um, (laughs) because one of her eyebrows was a little bit higher than the other one. (laughs) And she's going to have to get that worked out somewhere now that she was back in the States. So anyway, I just, I hear the words chemical peel and I, it takes me, it takes me down a, a, a bad road. I just wonder. Yes. yes, I know. I'm a little leery. I mean, she told me that my face would probably peel for about a week. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't think that would drive you crazy? Oh, it would totally drive me crazy. I would have to go into hiding. But I just feel like after the summer, summer is so rough on my face. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it would be a nice, if I thought it would be, if everything would go okay, it might be worth it. I don't know. I'll have to see closer to time. Well, I'll say this. I have another friend who, because of a skin cancer, um, like her, she has a tendency to get skin cancers on her face. Mm-hmm. And part of her treatment is they put, it's not a chemical pill, but it affects her face like a chemical pill. And so mm-hmm. she has to like once a year do this treatment where it peels off a top layer of skin. I, I guess with the, the rationale being is like it's a precautionary tactic to take against skin okay. cancer. To keep mm-hmm. something from forming. And so her face peeled. I remember last fall, it peeled for a week or so. But then I'm going to tell you, after it had healed, she had never looked better. I, well, see, that's what I think. Her I skin mean, looked, I mean, it looked unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I would have to know that there's really not a lot of pain involved, though. I'm okay with the peeling as long as it doesn't hurt. It would have to burn, though, I would think. You would think. I mean, you would chemicals that cause healing. It's like, but it's it's all natural. It's like citrus <laughs> or something, supposedly. Oh, you have totally bought into it at this point. It's like citrus. She told me that she would put it on me. <laughs> She's and then squeeze it a lemon. It's lime. It's lime. You just squeeze lime on your face. Like a taco. Like, like that fish and like that, that pulled pork. You just squeeze a lime on your face. Wrap it up for a little while. It's delicious. <laughs> So anyway, so I don't know. I don't know. So um, we will see. So I don't know if I'm going to do it or not. But I've just, uh, she kind of sold me on it yesterday. Uh-huh. To where I go, like, oh, I need to do that. Oh, yeah. you know? Well, I will. You know how, like, do you remember, I can remember being in college and I would look at a magazine and it would always be like skincare in your 20s, 30s, and 40s. Mm-hmm. And you like, skincare in your 20s really is like, you need to wash your face every so often. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then pretty much any kind of lotion you can find. <laughs> yeah. You just it on yeah. there. It just matter. whatever you're putting on your leg. Whatever. That strawberry freesia lotion from, from Bath and Body Works that we all used to wear, whatever that stuff was. Just yeah. sling that on your face, you know, and you're fine. But now, now that, like, the 40s now, it really is like you need all these, you know, intricate ingredients and very specific regiments and I'm kind of like okay well I mean you know you do what you got to do so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well and now everybody I mean well it's like we talked about last time I mean you've got the those those melons that never go bad <laughs> Cindy Crawford uses I believe it's lavender that never oh, goes you. Mm-hmm. you have lavender that never goes bad 
You've got, there's just so many things. I mean, you've got gold, like skin with like gold flecks in it. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to do something. So I'm just, there's a lot of, you know, there's just a lot of stuff. So anyway. Okay. Well, you, you keep me posted on whether or not you decide you're going to get your, your chemical pill, your all natural chemical pill. Yeah, we'll see. If I'm going to squeeze some, maybe I'll just squeeze some lime on my face. <laughs> I'm making tacos. We'll see how that goes. For free. For free. I know. And then it'll be all done. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Well, I, um, I, seems like there was something else I was going to tell you that was, um, it was TV related, but it left me. Oh, I don't know. Um, now since we talked last, you have watched all of the scandals. I have watched, I have finished Scandal and I have, I've never been as entrenched in a show it's, as I was in that one by the time it was over to the point that, I mean, I'm telling you every now and then I'll see a headline on like the news and I, I have a hard time separating like reality from fiction. I know. Like, you think, well, I hope Olivia Pope's on that, whatever it is yeah. going on. I hope. Mm-hmm. Well, cause I'll tell you what was surreal is all the real stuff about the NSA spying on all of us broke about the same time I was watching that storyline on scandal. Yes. You know what I mean? And so then you're like, Oh my gosh, this is all, this is all really happening. And so, Fitzgerald Grant needs to do something about yeah, this. He does. President Grant better get busy. Uh-huh. He needs to he needs to get going on this and Olivia Pope needs to But you know, on that whole thing is is anybody really surprised that the government is spying on us? No. I was not surprised that the government was spying on us. I felt like that was sort of a foregone conclusion ever since 9/11. Well, that's what I thought. I mean, and really frankly, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm not, maybe I need to be more concerned about my personal rights, but I'm like, I'm not talking about anything the government's interested in here. <laughs> well, unless, unless they're really, they're digging deep for some information on chemical pills, in which case they would be fascinated by what we're saying right now. Well, that's true. That's Somebody's true. looking for some supper ideas. Uh-huh. But for the most part, I picture some poor guy up at the NSA, like, listening to me, like, seriously, I got to keep listening no, to this. I, I mean, just figure I'm on somebody's list, like, don't. Don't even bother with this one. She's going to yeah. bore you to tears. Yeah. Died. I go under a file called died of boredom. You know, <laughs> like called mortuary because I just died of boredom. Here's, here's to my this. other thing. I mean, and I mean, I mean, I'm not trying to be, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of being serious. If there's mm-hmm. any sort of like big spy activity going on, people really using cell phones for that. I mean, don't, yes, don't, that's it. don't, don't, we have better ways at this point than like, mm-hmm. do you, are people texting about like their, their, plans to overthrow the government i don't know it's all very confusing to me yeah i just i find that hard to believe i mean to me if you aren't any better than that then you don't really deserve to be a spy or any kind of you're in the wrong line of work that's exactly it if you can't do any better than i'm gonna skype my evil plan somebody you may be operating outside of your giftedness if that's the case (laughs) i don't know that's just me that yeah that's what i think oh the world's gone crazy I know. That's it. Well, that's just the whole thing. So, um, but I did feel, find some comfort. See, now this may be something that the, the government's interested in, but I have thought with all this mess with the IRS, I thought, well, this is probably another year. I won't have to worry about us getting audited because they're way too busy. They have <laughs> way too much going on. Bigger fish to fry. Yeah, they, got a, they got a lot going They got a lot going on. I'm going to tell mm-hmm. you that. They have a lot going on. Like, did you see, it was the clip. It was on the, um, it was on, John Stewart's show. It was when they had interviewed the woman from the IRS and that she had said she had, she had quoted some numbers. She was like, I don't know. I'm really not very good at math. <laughs> and I thought, you know, I didn't say it. Oh, 
That's not really comforting. No. That's not really a comfort to me Mm-mm. to know that Mm-mm. they're not good in, at math up there. Because, I, I mean, I know I'm not good at math. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. But yeah, that's, that's why. I, yeah, I, that's why I never applied for a job with them. Yeah, I was going to say, you know why? That's a, I don't work in a bank. I don't do. Oh, speaking of banks. Yes. You know, I had my incident where I ran over the <laughs> canister. <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, clearly, I can't go back. Ever. 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 But several people in my comments had alerted me to apparently not-so-new technology that's been around for five years, where you can take a picture of the front and back of a check and deposit it on your phone. Oh, we do that. I I had no idea. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we do that. But here's the trick with that. You really need to write on that check after you take the picture of it, like yeah. deposit it and the date, or or you will trip yourself up by mm-hmm. maybe trying to deposit something twice. Well, that's what I've wondered. And we, we have not we have not done that yet, but we have had to really like go back and retrace our steps occasionally to make sure that we either deposited something or that we did not deposit something. Mm-hmm. But, oh, yeah, it's a wonder. I mean, like, you just take a picture of the front, and you take a picture of the back, and it goes straight in your account. Yeah, it is something else. It is something else. It, it's made my life so much easier. And, you know, with Perry's job, he gets checks from people all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the other night, it was like it was like our family. I was like, gather around. Let's, <laughs> let's watch what mom's going to do. I know. It's something. It, I know. It really, like, you, know, I, you don't really ever have to go to the bank anymore. No, you don't. I mean, I mean, I have to go to the ATM if I need cash, but, but, I mean, why, why bother with that pesky drive-through when you can just well, take a picture of it with your phone? I mean, it's the, I can't even believe it. I and then I was so excited. I've been telling everybody, and everybody's been like, "Yeah, I knew that." So <laughs> there you go. But I mean, I felt I, I was like Judy Jetson taking pictures of my check. I've never felt so accomplished and technologically savvy. I know it's something. It really, it's crazy what you can do mm-hmm. now. It really is crazy. I felt like, you know, I got one of those things to put on my phone, one of those, like, that one of those, um, I don't know, a card swiper thing to put on my phone yeah. If, yeah. I, if I needed them, like, for a book signing or something. And, I mean, mm-hmm. you talk about something that, that when I was younger would have entertained me for hours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but the fact that I can plug something in my phone and swipe Mm -hmm. a debit card or a credit card and then it Mm -hmm. it turns up in an account, that just blows my mind. I know. I mean, think about that. Because think about, like, even is like when we were in high school, you'd have had to bring, remember those big, I used to work at, like, a record store, which there's a daily record. (laughs) I never knew you worked at a record store. I did Soundcastle. I worked at a record store. We didn't have Soundcastle. We had Sound Shop. Well, it was just a local. Okay. It was a, it was a store. My dad's friend from high school owned it, Soundcastle. There was one of them. It was in Beaumont, and he let me start working there when I was fifteen, um, which was very fancy. Mm-hmm. And we sold. He had bins and bins of cassette tapes, and then a limited amount of albums. And then towards the end of my tenure there, he started renting VHS movies. Oh, it was very fancy. Yes. I mean. It was very fancy, but when I worked at the record store, if somebody gave a credit card, remember those things you'd have to put the credit card in that machine and then put the carbon copies yes, over it? Yes, I remember that when I worked. You had to drag that yeah. thing over, and then you had to tear it out. You had mm-hmm. to tear out the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how. That's what we were still dealing with, and that was like, what, 1987 yeah. or something? Yeah, it hadn't been that long ago. Now I can plug something okay. in my phone and swipe a card. I know. I mean, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. So, Oh, technology. Uh, I know. Well, and you think that that store where I worked 
None of those things exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> None right. of those things. VHS tapes. No. Obsolete. Cassettes. Cassettes. Obsolete. Mm. Records. Mm-hmm. Obsolete. I had a dream last night. Well, I'm not going to get into this because I know how we all feel about people telling dreams. But I had a dream that we were we were playing a record. And I don't know why I dreamed it, but perhaps mm-hmm. I was reminiscing. But that's been a long time since I've done that. Mm-hmm. I used to love, like my grandmother had one of those. Remember those stereo consoles? Oh, yeah, I do. Big. It was like a piece of furniture. And you would slide it back, and you mm-hmm. kept your records were stored in one end. But then you could pile up like three albums, one on top, so they would just drop. Oh, yeah, I do remember. And so it was like you had, I mean, which I guess it was the, the, the forefather of the six-disc CD changer. But... I thought that was so fancy. Oh yeah, my friend Laura, her her parents had one, and we would listen to um to Kenny Rogers and Dottie West. Uh, <laughs> we would put on those albums, those country albums, mm-hmm. and sing all kinds of inappropriate lyrics, considering that we were eight and nine years old. I was gonna say, don't fall in love. With <laughs> you what know, our parents weren't nearly as hung up on like what what we were exposed to back. Not that there was anything that bad to be exposed to, but. Just as a general rule, nobody was really censoring what we were listening to. No. Oh, my gosh, no. I mean, think about it. I mean, listen, the lyrics to Grease Lightning to this day <laughs> in the fetal position. And I just sang. Oh, I did, too. I just sang. When I was, like, seven. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. one of the first songs I ever knew was Bad, Bad Leroy Brown. And um, I don't know. They just they weren't real uptight about that kind of thing. No, I heard the other day, and I guess this came out when we were like junior high, I guess, maybe late elementary school. I was probably about Caroline's age, but Jay Giles band, Angel in a Centerfold. Oh, what yeah. Did I, what did I think a Centerfold was? That's but not I just, bad, isn't it? Yeah, it, I, and I love, oh my gosh, I, I love that song. that song is bad. I've never thought about that before. Mm-hmm, yeah. I mean, you think it is. When I heard it the other day, I thought, huh, that's real, real inappropriate. But, <laughs> yet I used to call the radio station and request it over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what is that. Is that I, I don't know what I don't know because you know I try to be all I try to be up on things and. Mm-hmm. I know. I think it was a different. Well, you know, it was funny because the other day I recorded. It was on Greece. The movie Greece was on, which I know I had watched no less than thirty times by the time I was eight years old. Oh yeah, I mean, me too. For sure. I was obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. And so the other night, I kind of thought Perry was gone. And I thought, well, maybe Caroline and I'll watch Grease. And then when it came down to it, I was like, oh, I just don't know if I can let her watch that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? But then I'm like, well, I watched it, which, I mean, maybe that's well, what We uh, also yeah, watched Dallas, too. Watch, you so, you know. Yeah, I did. And Dynasty, mm-hmm. all those soap. I mean, General Hospital. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guiding Light, for sure. Mm-hmm. All my children. I, um... Yeah, I get it, because, you know, I, I was so obsessed with Grease, like, I cut the ad out of the paper every day, and I had an entire bulletin board that was full of nothing but but ads for the movie, like, you know, with the showtimes yeah. on it, and yeah. this was back when there was a page in the paper, in, the, in, in something they called a newspaper, there was a page every day that had the ads for all the movies that were playing, and I cut mm-hmm. it out, and, and um, I, I, bet I, had, I bet I've seen that movie a hundred times. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it was, and then that was right, kind of, it was then like the dawn of cable. And so then when we all got cable TV, it was on like HBO or something all the time, too. So it wasn't even at the movie theaters. Then at home, it was like always on. Well, yeah, we never had HBO. Daddy would never get it, which in retrospect, I'm like, you know, that's probably not a bad call. Mhm, mhm. Because yeah. it stresses me out. Like we we had there was we had free HBO weekend this this past weekend, and it's like it stressed me out. It's too many options. It's too. It's, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I agree. 
I agree. It's it is. It's it's a lot of TV options. But then shockingly, sometimes there's all those channels and not one thing worth watching. Oh, I know. That's the truth. That's why you yeah. have to, that's why you have to keep a steady rotation of um of food network shows on your DVR. Yes, yes. I have all kinds we have everything on our DVR right now because Caroline with her being home, she finds all kinds of movies that she wants to record. So we've got, you know, how to train your dragon mm-hmm. enchanted flicker. We have all that. <laughs> Just there's, I can't even tell you. Mm-hmm. Lizzie McGuire. We have all kinds of. Wait, what's little, Lizzie McGuire? It's uh, is it what's her name? Hillary Duff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen that one. Yeah, I think it's old. I think it used to be a show on Nickelodeon. I don't know or whatever. Is it even called Nickelodeon <laughs> anymore? Uh, Nick, Nick Junior, something. But she's like a. She goes to Rome and she looks just like some pop star. And there's some, you know, I don't know, some sort of subterfuge going on. I, I don't know. So, that's it. All right. just, that's it. There's your Lizzie McGuire plot summary. <laughs> that's it. There you have it. I hope I didn't ruin it for anybody. <laughs> she goes somewhere and she does some things. Uh-huh. She does something, looks like somebody. <laughs> like sing some songs. They sing some, some meaningful ballads. So, All right. uh, okay, well. That's four. How about, that's forty-two minutes and forty-eight seconds. Well, I think that's just pretty much all anybody <laughs> listen to. I, th- I think that's probably good. I think that's pretty much all we got. Here comes oh, Alex. I guess coming to get something to drink. I don't. I, you know, if I had a life, I might have something else to add. But no, I, I mean, we're gonna go to the pool. That's what we're gonna do. So now I'm. The, here comes the part of my day where I change into my swimsuit. And we go to the pool. Did, and that's what we're did they go ever do. work? They worked out all the pools' issues. I'm guessing after the flooding. Yeah, it's fine. So they they're still fixing the wall of the women's bathroom that fell down, but the rest of it seems like that's a wall you'd need. <laughs> well, there's there's more than one. Thankfully, there's more than one women's bathroom. Okay, so gotcha. That, that's worked out. So yeah, so it really, I mean, other than the mosquitoes about to cart everybody off, everything else is okay. But the mosquitoes aren't bad this time of day. It's the evening yeah. is when they get bad. So, um, and we're not going to stay. We're going to go for a couple hours and then come home. This is just going to be like a afternoon trip. Gotcha. And just to burn a little bit of energy and, um, that's it. So we'll, we'll just be at the pool. Okay. Well, I'm going to, um, I'm going to get this podcast ready to go and I'm going to, I've got, I'm behind on about four things and someone try to play catch up and then I'm (laughs) going to look for something I can use to make a taco for supper. Okay, perfect. Just squeeze some lime on it. It makes it <laughs> delicious. All right. I'll talk yeah. to you later. Bye, everybody. Bye.